Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nicola Barden. This is the Weekend Buzz on Dublin's Q102 with me, Nicola Barden, and thanks for tuning in this morning. I really appreciate it. On the show here a few times over the last two years since we've been up and running, we've had a few stars on from Hollyoaks. One of my favourite soaps. I love getting people on. It's one of those real, actual dramatic soaps. Everyone's fabulous looking. It's always someone's getting murdered and having an affair. And, you know, it doesn't seem as dark and doomy as some of the other soaps out there so I do love getting people on from Hollywood and this week I had the chance to chat to Ross Adams who plays Scott Um, he is due to get married when the show returns Monday it's back on Monday it's going to be on E4 and Channel 4 and Scott is due to get married to Mitchell but in true soap style nothing ever goes to plan does it? Well you'll have to wait and see what Ross says Hi Ross Hello How are you? I'm good thank you how are you? Really good 
Are you at home? Um, I've got a bit of time off, which is which is nice. Are you not sick of time off after your break? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we all are. Really, we're all desperate to um, to just be back. But it's kind of, it's difficult because there's only three units at the minute filming at any one time. So because of that, we're not as busy as what we we normally would be. So yeah, it is. It's kind of bizarre because I was speaking to Chelsea before, and I was saying I feel like we're back, but it still doesn't quite feel like we're fully back yet yeah um, and you can't exactly go up and like hug everybody and you haven't seen them for months you're like hi that's the hardest thing that is literally the hardest thing because we're all I mean because when you, when you haven't seen anyone for three months it's the natural thing isn't it just to give yeah. throw your arms around them and give them a hug um, so not being able to do that and it still feels kind of weird on a um, on a when we finish a scene because normally when you finish a scene, you give the director a hug, you know, you'll give, you'll give your other actors a hug and not being able to do that is bizarre. Yeah, because I remember uh, a couple of years ago, I went out to the set of Hollyoaks and everybody was like so nice, but also to each other in the same sense. Like they weren't just being nice because, you know, I was around right at that. There was people like uh, Charlie was showing me around um, who played Freddie. And oh yeah, he was bringing me around, and he was like, "Oh, this is whoever, this is whoever." They're like running over and hugging each other, and in the back, down the way, you know, out of the pub, somebody else is chatting and real friendly. Yeah. So, like a lot of people in the set, in the cast, seem really good mates. Yeah, no, we are, and I think that's the thing that's really nice about working there. And as twee and as daft as it sounds, you know, we are kind of like a, a big family. And so when you've not seen your family for ages, I hadn't seen my mum for months and months during lockdown. And my nana, my nana's 87, uh, but she's still really cool. She still drives, does all her own shopping and all of that. Um, so it, it was difficult not seeing them, but then going to work and often the people that I work with I see more than my family because we you know normally the hours that we do and stuff are quite long so we spend more time with those the guys at work than we do our own family so it has been nice going back just to see people's faces again because after so long it's kind of like oh and we feel like you know you feel like ordinarily there'd be loads to catch up on but there's not because we've all just been sat in our houses doing nothing yeah you're like so yeah yeah Yeah. Um, but she's still really cool she still drives does all her own shopping and all of that um so it, it was difficult not seeing them but then going to work and often the people that I work with I see more than my family because we you know normally the hours that we do and stuff are quite long so we spend more time with those the guys at work than we do our own family so it has been nice going back just to see people's faces again because after so long it's kind of like oh and we feel like you know you feel like ordinarily there'd be loads to catch up on but there's not because we've all just been sat in our houses doing nothing yeah you're like so yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. you get fed up saying to people so how how was your lockdown and everyone's lockdown is exactly the same you're like netflix yeah eat too much yeah said i'd work out yeah although you were um, quite good you kept people entertained with your tiktok Oh, uh, you know what? I I actually loved doing them a little bit too much. Um, it got to the point where the last one that I did was a, an X Factor 
Um, oh, the one with Louis and Simon. Louis and Sharon yeah. and Simon. Nicola, it took me three and a half hours to edit that together. And I just thought that, that was the day when I thought, Ross, what are you doing? Why are you, sp- what, you literally, you are wasting your time doing all these three and a half hours of editing. Um, so I knocked it on the head, but I have found one that I really, really want to do. Um, it's actually a, um, it's a really old episode of EastEnders. Oh, brilliant. It's Barbara Windsor. Um, she, there's, it's at a funeral. There's Bar, there's, there's Barbara Windsor. There's Doc Cotton. There's Sharon. There's loads of really good iconic soap characters that I can't wait to do. And I've actually asked the costume, our costume designer at work, if uh, she could dig out some similar costumes. Oh I re- my god, I you're going to do it. <laughs> How many wigs do you have in your house? Because every time I look at them, you know, you've got a new wig, it's a ginger yeah. wig, you've got the red yeah. wig. I think I've got five or maybe six now. I bought them all in the first week of lockdown because I just thought, you know what, I need to entertain myself. Never mind, you know, my followers on social media. I need to entertain myself. So I bought them and they would really cheat. I mean, they are chronically cheap and tatty wigs. (laughs) Um, but, But yeah, I bought them all in the first week of lockdown and I bought a few little costumes and things. And and that was my entertainment throughout, well, for a good month of lockdown anyway. You did one um, which I thought was really funny because it was an, it's a clip in Ireland that's gone viral over here. It was Theresa May. Don't take unnecessary <laughs> journeys. Don't take risks on treacherous roads. It's one of my favourite clips ever. It's literally Theresa Mannion. What an absolute legend. I'm obsessed with her. It's so funny because over here, obviously, that's huge. You know, we're obsessed yeah. with it. But then when I saw it in yours, I was like, oh, my God, it's made it across the water. This is it. This is the big deal. <laughs> Honestly, that clip, I will never tire of watching. And I tweet, I tweeted her, actually, when I, when, I, when, I, um, when I did that clip. And I just kind of said, look, I am a huge fan. I really hope you're not offended because I, I think you're an absolute icon. Um, she never tweeted me back. Oh, Teresa, come on. I know, still a little bit gutted about that. But, you know, there, there's hope. Maybe one day we can become Twitter friends. <laughs> <laughs> you see, after that, she went on Dancing with the Stars over here. So she maybe she's just like... I did. I, oh, she's too busy. She's far too, too busy. busy to reply to me. She's doing a cha-cha-cha or something now, isn't she? <laughs> Oh, it was great entertainment, but I suppose we all had to come up with something that kind of kept us occupied in lockdown. And obviously the the wigs and that was for you. But you were dying to get back to work, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, the one thing that I did, my, my one kind of thought when we were going back to work was because my character's done quite a bit of drag, you know, with the whole Anita Tinkle mm. uh, drag queen stuff. But our makeup department at work are phenomenal the way that they are able to kind of make me up to, to look like that and my first thought when we went back to work and we were told that we would have to do our own hair and makeup was oh my days I really hope that Anita Tinkle isn't in any of these episodes there is no way I could make myself look like what they do, what they can it's the lashes. I just don't under, I, I really take my hat off to any woman who wears false eyelashes because I think to put them on yourself must be the hardest thing in the world. You get one eye on and it's always perfect and you're stunning. And it's when you try yeah. to get the second eye on and it's like this. <laughs> yeah, well, look out. If there's any Anita Tinkle coming up in 
episodes anytime soon. That that's probably I'll Anita will look like she's been on a night a night out and dragged through a hedge backwards. That's how she'll look. How long are you back at work now? I was back the first day that we went back, which I think was July the thirteenth. We've been back over over a month, probably about six seven weeks. Um, but because there's less crews and stuff, it doesn't mm. feel like we've been full on since then. I've, I've kind of done a couple of days a week since we went back. That's kind of a good way to look at it. You're not going back full time. You still have a bit of time yeah. at home, but you get to go in and do the stuff. I suppose even trying to get the amount of scenes that you need for one episode, you need so many different people and you have to try and do that smaller now. I know, yeah. Well, when you think there's about, I think there's normally about 24, 25 scenes in an episode. So there's a lot of scenes that need to be shot in order to make that that half hour. Luckily, the wedding stuff, which goes out next week, we filmed a, the vast majority of that before lockdown, thank goodness, because okay. we were in this beautiful, it's like a, a stately home on the Wirral in Cheshire, and we were on location there, and we were there filming the wedding the week before lockdown wow. happened so luckily we managed to get all of the location scenes shot and finished before lockdown and then when we went back to work in July we just had a couple of pickup scenes to do which were kind of studio shots and not on location so thank god we managed to get all the wedding shot before lockdown happened yeah because I, I watched the um, trailer and like you see obviously everyone's sitting very close together and you know yeah. Scott and Mitchell are obviously very happy and in love and holding hands and now yeah. all that just seems so alien you're like I know so I'm kind of glad that we managed to get all of that done before I think there's been a, a wedding on Corrie I've not I didn't catch it myself but I think there's been a, a wedding that on Corrie which happened post lockdown so they had to um, adhere to the distancing and, and all of that and I'm sure it worked really well but I think when it's a wedding you want to see that payoff of the kiss when the, the the vows are done and you want to see them kind of holding hands walking down the aisle and all of that stuff so I'm glad that the, our viewers will get that with with our wedding because um, we managed to do it before and obviously it's something for Scott and Mitchell that has been coming for so long because yes. like Scott, Scott's been out and open for since since day one um, yeah. but Mitchell we saw his whole struggle and you know how Scott was by his side for it and then he kept pushing yeah. away and now this happy road is happening but also we see that it may not end so happy no no it's kind of it's typical tragic Scott isn't it I think <laughs> the all he's ever wanted I remember when I did the um, the suicide attempt episode years ago and Scott oh, yeah. kind of made his farewell video and in, in that video he was talking about the things that he's always wanted and one of those things was to get married to settle down and have a beautiful rainbow family and I think that's something for him that he's really really wanted but never quite believed he would get and then he met Mitchell and all of this they've had so many ups and downs they've had so many hurdles that they've had to jump through to get to where they are now and even in the run-up to the wedding it's far from plain sailing because Walter has has been told by Toby that it's a wedding um, Mitchell really wanted his granddad to be at the wedding but knew he wouldn't go if he knew that it was a wedding so he came up with this elaborate story that they were doing a charity fundraiser for donkeys 
that's what Walter thinks he's going to until Toby spills the beans and tells him. So in the wedding episodes next week, Walter knows that Scott and Mitchell are getting married, but he is he's the only one who knows that he knows so even at the wedding with we don't know whether Walter's going to turn up and when he does turn up you know we're thinking oh has he come to spoil the wedding is he gonna is he gonna allow this to happen um there's so much stuff going on in that wedding week because Felix has paid for the wedding and Felix has been he's kind of the Lothario of the village at the minute he's had a thing with Lisa he's having a thing with Martine he's also having a thing with Grace and all this could potentially come out at the wedding so there's it's like a true soap wedding where there's so many things bubbling under the surface and in true soap style these things are likely to come out yeah during let's the wedding. be honest there's no wedding in soap that has ever gone sales. Just no. easy, no drama. There's no wedding no. in any soap that ever just goes, Rich, we'll go to the reception now and yeah. <laughs> we'll just go on honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, I know. So when you heard that, uh, you know, Scott was getting his wedding, you were like, okay, so here are the list of things that could possibly happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was thinking, oh dear, what on earth is going to happen? But it's really, I think what's what's nice is, is that you, you followed Mitchell and Scott and they've had such, you know, Mitchell had to come out to his family, which was really tough for him. And Scott was there for him throughout that. Um, the, the fact that this they got together and embarked on this affair, which obviously really impacted Scott's friendship with Cleo. Uh, Cleo left the village as a result of finding out that her boyfriend wasn't who she thought he was. Um, so they've they've got through so much turmoil and stress and grief together that you kind of you really want this wedding to work. You really want them to find that that bit of happiness that they've both been craving. But there's so much going on. It's kind of like, oh well, will they? Will, yeah. will that actually happen? Who you're knows? Like, even the trailer, you're like, well, if they do get married, even though Walter turns up. Then you yeah. see um, his, you know, see the, the scenes where somebody's may have been attacked at one point and you're like, oh God, who is this? And then your mind's in overdrive going, who's the person? Who is Toby told? What is Toby? And, and, and it's like the spider's web. So we're all dying to see what happens now. And I think what's interesting as well is that the triplets, so, so Mitchell, uh, Toby and Celeste, they're, they're, they've only recently just discovered each other but Toby and Celeste have quite a dark past um, and it's clear that they're on this kind of revenge mission. They've seen that Mitchell has had the life that they dreamed of growing up and he had a really supportive, loving family and all the rest of it. So they're out for revenge as well. So it's kind of like, oh, could they spoil the wedding? Could they ruin things? Toby's already meddled by telling Walter that they're getting married Um and if Mitchell finds out that Toby's meddled, then I think he's going to be quite angry about it. And so the potential for fireworks is huge, basically. There's so much going on. Yeah, poor old Scott. He ain't, I'm going to guess that even if the wedding goes plain sailing, he's not getting the happy ending that he's, he's hoping for. No, no, I don't think he will. Well, I can tell you that next week's 
episodes they start in present day and the wedding is all flashback um, several months before Um, but in present day Scott is in a police station being interviewed by the police there. I know what a tease. Um, so that would, if 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 I put my Miss Marple wig on, something that would tell, that would tell me that something has definitely happened. So uh, Scott's being interviewed. Uh, his auntie Diane is being interviewed. Walter's being interviewed. Martine's being interviewed. Felix is being interviewed. So what are they all being interviewed for, and why? And and who who might not be there anymore? There's so much going on, Nicola. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch it all now. It's been so <laughs> long without all the soaps. I'm like, I feel like binging on them all. I know. Well, we've been off air as well. So the great thing about when we go back is, I think for the first time ever, um, on Monday, the seventh of September, there's two brand new episodes of Hollyoaks. So normally we do the first look on a on a Friday night, yeah, which would 24. be the episode. But um, for the first time ever, when we're not doing that. So the half six episode on Monday is a brand new episode. And then the 7 p.m. E4 is a brand new one as well. So on Monday, the 7th of September, Hollyoaks fans have got two brand new episodes to watch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.